Uh, good morning, listeners, and welcome to this week's news from the drug war front, brought to you by uh, Karma, the Canberra Alliance for Home Minimisation and Advocacy. And good morning to my co-presenter, Marion. Good morning, Jeffrey, and good morning, listener. How are you this morning on this lovely sunny morning? Beautiful yeah, weather it is outside, but a bit nippy, I'm thinking. Some reason the levels are only going on one side of the uh, the desk, so I'm hoping we're going going to air okay. after all the trouble so we've made Mary, to get in here. I hope you can hear us, darling, because I need you to text me and make sure that we can. Uh, we're not getting dead air out there. She's yeah? always quick to let us know if things she like that is, are happening. Yeah. Well, yeah, I must say, um, getting the bus this morning, I was the only person on, and the timetable seems to be changed. My son very kindly told me that Action has very generously gone to the Christmas timetable, which means not the Christmas Day timetable, which means no buses, but we've gone to the Christmas timetable, which we normally go to over summer. It changes after school goes out and it all goes down to maybe a, a bus an hour or something, but it really is not a um, not a very handy thing. I understand why they might have done it, but it's not very useful for people who need to do things like get into the radio station. I think one of the things this pandemic has exposed and rather brutally is the cleavage between the haves and the have-nots. Indeed. You know, like if you own your house, you've got a car, you've got a secure income, yep. you can work from home, you know, you've got right. money you in the bank. You can whip down to Woolies and back again and nobody will notice. But or if pay for it to be delivered. Or That's right. Oh, yeah, the click and collect. No problem. <sighs> but, you know, as well. Well, I'm not on the Inder blog, so, you know, well, that doesn't work for it's me. It's not working for you at all. But no. um, um, I think we'll probably concentrate on today's show on local issues because Indeed. Um, I think it's a much better idea and because there's such a lot of local issues that impact us because of COVID. Um, mostly things are shut down, right? So karma in itself is not operating as a drop-in well, centre, drop but it is closed, functioning. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's something we need to tell you. Um, and we will tell you what's happening with that. There's also the bus from Directions, which is still operating, still operating. on a daily basis. Yeah, that's a great service. Um, hepatitis ACT are doing food parcels, as is Karma, and um, you can also get through uh, volunteering ACT. Yeah. So we'll tell you about those two. Yeah, there's some good... Swinging into action by non the non-government sector, I and think. And, of course, that's what the government relies on, isn't it? That's yeah. what the government sec non-government sector is there for, is for the government to rely on when they're not doing anything or when they can't do things. And communicating with people that they cannot communicate with themselves, not directly, they fund us to communicate with, and that's what the radio show is all about. We are in contact with our peers and if we think back to what happened with HIV and if you listen to what Indigenous elders are saying at the moment, during HIV it was about funding peer education to stop the spread of a nasty retrovirus that killed people left, right and centre. Well, COVID is much the same sort of thing. Except it's aer aerosol transmissible, not blood-to-blood. Blood. And it doesn't just affect injecting drug users or men who have sex with men or sex people who take blood transfusions. It infects everybody. Yeah. It is not discriminatory at all. 
No, it's a really serious pandemic, this. And it's I've, very serious and I've, very difficult to um, avoid. You don't know who's got it and who hasn't got it. There is um, no way to tell. So you just have to assume that everybody's got it. Um, but also assume, uh, this is my theory, assume everyone's got it, but assume no one's got it, which means behave as if you're infected and no one else is infected, but also behave as if everyone else is infected and you're not, which means stay safe. No matter what you do, stay safe. Well, one of the strange things about this is it's also exposed the fact, as we've been arguing many times, Marion, on this show, the need for safe supply. You've got a, a percentage of our population who have, uh, dependencies on substances yep. and if they're not able to get access to it they're not going to stay isolated they're going to head out that's right they're going to go and get it COVID positive happens. or not yeah and i think this is one of the things that um chris who's the boss at karma was saying in his interactions with the commander and various other um uh, first responders and agencies who are trying to respond to this that you need to provide Cigarettes, alcohol, groceries. Absolutely. And, you and to be honest, give if, people an essentials card that says you can't have smokes and you can't have grog. It, it, it's not going to work. People want it. They're going to get it one way or the other. And, and we've already had people sort of ringing up to not dob in people, but to say, you know, did you know person X from place Y? And that's it, what happens because no one's got anything else to do, Jeffrey, except dob in their next door mm -hmm. neighbour. It's a bit like the. Um, you know, the the annual um, Dobbiner drug dealer thing, you know, the Judas week. Um, my inclination would be to say, okay, well, what are you going to do about the pharmacists? What are you going to do about the doctors? Mm -hmm. Are you going to charge them for prescribing? Because effectively, people are, will get the drugs they need when they need them, come hell or high water. And if you ask them, what they're doing, they will give you the answer you want. In that, they will lie yeah. to make sure that they can get where they want, need to go. So we need to remember that people will... Uh, drug users have been like that, creative. Yeah, They'll get what they need when they need it. And they, we can substitute opiates, but we cannot do anything for ice users. Well, they're not prepared to prescribe dexamphetamine to not tide people over. Not going to make them available, so... Um, I mean... They've, they've got to go for illicit supply, haven't they? I don't they? understand why policymakers can't get their head around the real world as against their fantasy world, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Largely because policymakers live in a fantasy world, hmm. Jeff. I mean, we've got... Morrison and is it Dutton? No, Josh Frydenberg living in the lodge together. Excuse me. <laughs> talk about luxury. Talk about being alienated from the rest of the world. They don't know what's going no, on. No, they're disconnected from the average person. Have been forever. No, never been totally connected with the world. How about we have a song, Jeffrey, and okay. then we'll get come yep. back and give everybody some information on what's available first. Um, I've got feedback from David Bryce, by the way, that we're, we're going to air loud and clear. Oh, he can hear so us. Thank Dave. you very much, David. Yeah. All right. This is an oldie but a goodie. It's, um, who is it? New York Dolls. And uh, Wow. What is it? We uh, hope. <laughs> where is it? Uh, pills. New York Dolls. And the song is Pills. All right. The New York Dolls and Pills. 
Okay. Now, a lot of people actually. I'm oh, sorry. You no, no, don't go. Time. Have you heard that no, one before? Say, no, the New York Dolls I've heard of, although I haven't heard a lot of of their music. They are referenced by such a lot of bands. Um, around about, I think, was that around about uh, the eighties, Jeffrey? Was that when they were out? The uh, early eighties. Probably tell you exactly because this. Anyway, I remember Chrissy Hines referenced her in their in her book. Um, she was very fond of them, um, but a lot of um, a lot of current bands reference New York Dolls. They were very influential. As the, yeah, as being the um, well an influence on their music, just as you say. Um, I thought I'd give just uh, I bought. This morning's Canberra Times, just people who are um, interested in whether, you know, at the moment it's will it lockdown be continued or mm. could we be coming out of lockdown? And? But according to the Canberra Times, uh, the ACT government looks set to extend the lockdown for Canberra ahead of a special cabinet meeting uh, Monday afternoon to consider the future of restrictions for the capital. So that's next Wednesday, next Monday or uh, yesterday? I think, it, I think the announcement will be today. Okay. So well, um, quarter to twelve is when uh, our chief minister does his, does his announcement, press does his numbers and stuff. Uh, it's saying the lockdown was due to end on Thursday, but cases of the virus continue to be infectious in the community. Only two of the twelve cases reported in the ACT on Monday were in quarantine for their full infectious period. Six <sighs> were infectious in the community, and the infectious status of the four uh, of four others was under investigation. Chief Minister Andrew Barr said he expected to make an announcement on any extension to the lockdown on oh sorry on yeah on Tuesday today okay following a cabinet briefing by the chief health officer so it looks like it'll be yeah well we know and we heard yesterday Ainsley Village is a contact site yes the 25th and the 26th and overnight on the 25th a person who was COVID positive was at Ainsley Village yep. so it's now one of those contact sites and. It wasn't going to be too long before that happened. It's already happened. It was not a condomine court, it yep. was. So, um, and uh, that's standard. I mean, that was going to happen anyway. But um, the thing that we need to keep in mind, and I think our government needs to keep in mind federally and locally, is that people are going to go and do what they need to do to maintain their drug intake. And... Maybe people do it from Ainsley Village and from Condamine Court and maybe they don't. But people are not going to be blocked at home, not doing anything if they have a dependency. No. And we have no way of supporting people who have um, anything but an opiate dependency. So we can only do opioid replacement. We can't do anything else. Well, the capacity is well established of getting people onto opioid replacement therapies. Yeah, well, and we've got a protocol. Chris was good at, you yep. know, establishing that last very year. early last mm. year. And we had Chris on to talk about that from Karma, our executive officer, and they got that organised. But um, it only works well for people who are using opioids because we have no way of re doing a replacement therapy for methamphetamine. And that's a shame because we could. If we were so inclined. One thing that has crossed my mind, Marion, is in the interim period when we had that long period without any cases, why didn't the government make contingency plans expecting places like Connemine and, you know, other Ainsley Village, etc., to be highly vulnerable 
places, you know. Um, Jeffrey, that's one of the big questions of the world, is it not? That's a bit like, um, is there a God? <laughs> or do you know what I mean? It's one of those big, important cigar questions. Um, why are we? Why are we? Why are we here? What is my purpose in life? What is my meaning? I've been asking for a year and a half, Jeffrey. Where is the plan? Now, apparently there is a plan for COVID or pandemics or for uh, disasters, national disasters, but nobody's heard it. The only people that know the plan are the people that have got the plan or been involved in developing it. Yeah. We don't know it. And I guess fair to say that this particular Delta variant has been well way more contagious. Absolutely. And- I mean, it's so virulent. It's a nasty little piece of work. And really, we should know what we're meant to be doing, what they're expecting us to do, and what the country is expected to do. Look what's happened to New South Wales. You know, in the space of, what, eight weeks, it's gone from... Two people to what are we up to? 1,082 infections or something. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And simply because it, they didn't close down early enough. Well, I think that's one of the major mistakes. I mean, look. Being governed by by um, public radio. No, sorry, not public radio. By, um, you know, advertising radio yeah. by 2GB or whatever is really not the way to go. We should not be running scared of people who will slag off at the government. And I fear that that's what's happening in New South Wales, that they really are running scared of being called out as um, because Gladys Berejiklian is a woman and the people who are slagging off at her are quite clearly misogynist. Well, it's just a shame a public health issue has become... A political, political one, a big political issue, yeah. Look, I, I think just in a general statement to do with Connemont Courtney and Civilage, Karma has very much stepped up to be in support of the people who are, find themselves in a yeah. difficult situation um, and helping to respond to as many requests as possible. Um, now that this, you, you mentioned before, Marion, the Karma Drop-In Centre will not be open during this period, but all services are still running via phone. Yep. And if people want to get the, the mobile number, because um, until the landline number is transferred over by Telstra, which can take yep. a couple of days, the mobile number is the number to call. Get your pens out. 0499 540 243. That's 0499 540 243. And that's... Um, we'll Karma's get... operational contact. Term. Karma's yeah. operational contact phone number. Yes. Yeah. Um, and... Hepatitis ACT is open for needle exchange program and also for picking up um, emergency uh, food parcels and uh, essential, I think they do essentials cards as well. Their contact number is 62, uh, where did I just put that somewhere? 6230, I wrote it down. Marion, you're a goose, you are. Hepatitis ACT, 6230 6344. That's the one. Well done. I knew if I turned the page. Okay. The other thing I want to tell you is the directions bus. The needle exchange program is open, of course, as usual. 
from 9 till 5, Monday to Friday, and on the weekends still at Woden, I imagine. Now, the bus, the weekly, uh, the bus location, Monday is at Illawarra Court. Megan and Tristan will be there. Tuesday, Canangra Court, Megan and Ben will be there. Wednesday, Oaks Estate, Ali and Ben, or Ali and Ben will be there. Thursday is a little bit questionable at the moment, but thus far we know that it'll be at Ainsley Village, although that is a contact site. Maybe that's why there is a bit of a question mark about it, um, because it's a, a contact site. But Ali and Kath will be there. Friday, it'll be at City Veterans Park, and Ali and Andrew will be there. That'll be across from the Early Morning Centre. And generally, the times will be from 9 o'clock until 3 o'clock. Uh, just got a message on my phone that Ellie is in isolation. Oh, no. She's a wonderful human being, aside from her professional duties. I wonder if she was in contact because she's on the bus at Ainsley Village. That's a shame. That is a real shame. Uh, and, and that's this so will happen disabling. To a lot of it is yeah. so disabling when that happens. I've got a friend who's just been through that and it's a nightmare um, because everybody else has to run around and do things for them. Yeah. And they feel so disempowered and you feel so obligated to people yeah. that who you would normally not rely on at all. And I just think the ho- it's a horrible thought to have to... I would just, that would appall me, Jeffrey. I couldn't stand that. Yeah, well, this is the mental health dimension to this that... Oh, look, and haven't we had huge numbers of kids, apparently, with attempted suicides and ringing for um, telephone help uh, so with suicidal ideation? It's really frightening, the mental health impact of this bloody COVID-19 virus It's a no- and the lockdowns that go along with it. It's just shocking. Yeah. Poor things. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well, Ali, our love to you then, darling. Look after yourself. I hope you're listening to us. Um, and, look, if you have to rely on someone, you have to rely on people. Don't feel bad about it. Being locked down means you have to rely on other people. So just let people do stuff for you. Don't feel like you're asking for things that people aren't prepared to provide for you because they are prepared to help. Oh, no. Everybody's sympathetic to someone who's been locked down. I think um, Karma's done a heroic job because um, you have to get into full PPE. Yeah, to um, do that. Yeah, that's to, poor things. To yeah. talk to people, find out what they need and then go and buy what they need, yeah. identify the unit number and then there's you know, a mechanism for taking it up. Is that how their support program? That, real good on them for doing that. It's that's extraordinary. Really, yeah, and, that's you know, amazing. This is the type of thing that a peer-based organisation can yeah. really step up. And I up. did say HIP ACT was open, didn't I? Yeah. I know that Leslie's there too and they're also doing, um, of course they do needle and syringe exchange, which is why they are open with their face-to-face, but they will have their, um, you know, their masks on PPE, and they'll have, yeah, yeah. their PPE on and they'll be separated somewhat from people. All right, we'll go to a quick song and then we'll uh, have a little chat before the news. This yep. is um, Spider Bait's version of Black Betty. Played it before, but it's a nice up-tempo oh, track. That's a good upbeat one, Yeah, isn't it's a it? good one. Yeah. Spider Bait. All right, that was Spider Bait and their take on the classic uh, Black Betty. Um, another contact number to point out for emergency relief is the... Um, 
volunteering ACT number. I think we read it out last week. but Indeed, and I do that as well. Wouldn't hurt to read it out again. It's uh, 1-800-43-1133. That's one 1133 one one three three, and they're available nine to five, aren't they? Nine to five, Monday yeah. to Friday, um, and they will, yeah, deliver uh, emergency relief, food relief uh, for ACT residents in need, which is a very helpful service. Indeed, I mean, these are the things that make the difference between people coping and not. And not co- well, absolutely, yeah. In particular, I mean, just fundamental food, toilet paper. You know, just bread, milk, sugar, coffee, just stuff that keeps you going during the day, let alone anything that you need for yourself, um, whatever it takes to get you through the day, Jeffrey. Yep. I mean, most of the... I've been doing um, doctor's appointments by phone. Yeah. You know, so I think the last time I saw the doctor was January. So, I mean, you have to do that at least once a year. So... Um, most people who can do their phone, their um, doctor's appointments by phone are probably being encouraged to, but you have to see them at le- the doctor at least once a year. Well, not every health issue can be dealt with over the phone. Well, that's the point, absolutely. And uh, But it's in these day and age, I mean, you really need to be getting yourself vaccinated if you can, my darlings, do that. Yeah. And I've just discovered that... Although, you know, Nicole has been working left, right and centre to try and get the the uh, staff at the early morning centre vaccinated. Finally, they've come through with vaccinations. Now, if the government wants the non-government sector to provide services to people that they can't otherwise contact but need to... They need to be vaccinated. They need to be vaccinated. Yeah. These are frontline workers. Why are they only just getting vaccinated now? Yeah, that seems strange. That's just wrong. Yeah. And I know Nicole's been working hard at getting trying to get that organised. Oh, and it done a should great have job. been delivered to them at, on site, which it is now, but it should have been happening last year, Jeff. It's just wrong. I agree. Well, they do each year the flu shots from early morning. So. Yeah, what's wrong with yeah, the vaccine? It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's a, a shortcoming in preparations. Okay, okay we've got uh, the 11 o'clock news coming up and we'll return after that. Yep. Here's the news.